The Matrix Minute, a podcast where we discuss the first film one minute at a time because we just love this movie. Hi, I'm Phil. You are. Um, I'm Jacob. No, no trivia today. Sorry. I'm Tim, and uh, uh, my trivia is that uh, another country uh, changed the name to translation in Slovenia. It's called Matrica. Wow, that's wow. amazing. And with us is for the third time, last time. Sadly, so far. sadly, uh, we have uh, Patrick Willems. Welcome, hey back. guys! Uh, thanks for having me once again. Thank you so much. Yeah, for joining third us. time's the charm. Hopefully, third oh, time's the other ones are amazing. Uh, the Trinity. Oh, we, can, we complete the Trinity here. Yes, so. it's oh, a Lucky gross. Charms Trinity serial. <laughs> oh man! It, Lucky well, Charms. Hopefully, this is not the the Matrix Revolutions of uh, of my three episodes. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! Oh, yeah. Is it going to be like three scenes for three hours? Yeah, exactly. Right yeah, oh, and uh, yeah, and the, your favorite character will barely be there. <laughs> so, exactly. You, yeah, you, you're can, not you guys can decide for which, who's the favorite character on this podcast. Uh, yeah, decide. We'll make a vote again. We'll be survey. really cruel. Yeah, we'll do a <laughs> yeah. really cruel survey. Yeah. By the way, who's the uh, the 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 what? Oh God, um, the the Mifune, uh of the podcast. <laughs> 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 that that's going up. Yeah. The lock, the Mifune, <laughs> what, what, who else? Um, and the Naomi? kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and kid, the kid. Yeah. Good one. Who's no. the new Oracle? Um, oh, oh, that's so sad. I can be the new Oracle. See how sad? Oh, that, oh yeah. What was, what was the first action? Oh. Gloria? Gloria Foster and Gloria Foster. Mary Alice is the new one. Oh, the new one, okay. Yep. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah I was so bummed about that. I know. I love the first Oracle. I think we all kind of did. Yeah. Uh, not to say really that great. the actress is bad for the second and third. I'm just no. saying that in context of the story, of the story, yeah, yeah, it's okay. so weird. It's one of those things that I personally have a weird thing about. I don't know, it's some kind of obsession or something. Okay. But when they change like an actor in a series or something, it just bothers me so much. It bothers you? It's so weird. Yeah. I, th- I, I think don't know that's why. natural. I mean, with with the oracles, it's like a totally inevitable. I mean, like yeah. it was it was a necessary thing, but um, but personally, I wish they'd gone in like a very different direction with it yeah because she has like a new body and it's sort of being like oh another you know kind of like you know nice like older black woman yeah repeating Uh, the same kind of traits i I, right i I, I think they could it's funny that they would mention it because if they just went like everyone's ignoring it's a new actress it's a movie it's fine people would be accepting that but then they say oh look what they did to my face and it's like what slightly like that's weird right then change her to a man or something good to a drastic change where it kind of makes sense. Like this but, was yeah. a bit weird that such a right. I don't know. Or, you know, have it be like you know, I don't know, like a, a twenty-year-old, I don't know, like a you know, Indian woman, right, right, like that. right, anything. That, that that yeah, that would have been a lot more interesting, especially considering what the Matrix is all about. Anyway, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, especially I mean, these are people who like made Cloud Atlas, like that right. kind of thing. Yeah. There you go. Really exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. Just yeah, it just strikes me as like a, kind of an an odd choice. Like, let's get someone who like on paper fits all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Cloud Atlas. Should I? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I I really like it. Mm. It's very. Um, I think it's different, and once you get into the zone, you can totally enjoy it because it it doesn't. It, the sort of like the, the way the narration works, it, it kind of becomes like a really long, like a TV series that you just binge watch to me in my, in my head. Like that's how, that's how I see it. It isn't like a classical structured movie. So you're not really uh, obsessed like a oh, where, where right, right, end or yeah. anything like that. So it feels like this big experience, mm. right. which, which, which works for this kind of like theme. Right. And also okay. assuming that, you know, you're interested in the work of the Wachowskis, this is like one of the most ambitious things they ever made. So mm, okay. if you like them at all, you should watch it. You can also, watch Tom Hanks Lee, be all sorts of characters. <laughs> watch Hugh Grant as a post-apocalyptic cannibal. Wow. That oh, yeah. sounds like something. Yes. That's pretty cool. I also read <laughs> yeah. the book. The book, Cloud Atlas, is phenomenal. And they kind of work as nice companion pieces to each other. Wow. Because uh, they, uh, they cover the same ground, but the, the structure is totally different. Hmm. So okay. they're both great. Nice. Cool. Nice. Check it out. All right. I just have minute. to. Okay, right. It's minute 50, but I just have to say, I just remembered that I said stupid things in, and, I, and I gave out the wrong facts. Okay. On okay. At, like right one God. of the earlier episodes, the one pre Patrick. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and I said, I said, who, like the concept artist, um, 
uh, he, the concept Jeff artist, Darrow? No, not Jeff Darrow. Um, Steve Scrooge? Um, no, 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 no. It was. Uh, I love that you're. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And you don't know what. Wait, wait, no. I know the real name is Tani Kunitake. He did the um, the kind of uh, painted gouache. artwork. Yeah, the painted stuff. And I. And, oh, and, that guy. Yeah, and instead I said uh, I said um, Kinu Nishimura, which is completely different, and it's just. <sighs> And I just had a brain fart there, so just in case, yeah, I, I, love, I love, I love kind of, I love no kind of noticed. patching my uh, my yeah. errors in, in retrospect because I mean, if you can, yeah. why not? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to give people false information. That's yeah. true. Uh, as long as you don't, Lucas is in like. But Capri Sun's pretty good, ones. right? Yeah, yeah. Capri Sun's yeah. awesome. All right, so this is minute fifty, and minute fifty comprises of Morpheus fights Neo in the virtual dojo, and the rest of the crew gather to see the two beat each other up in style. And that's all Guys, that you know what happens in this episode? What? Morpheus is fighting Neo. Morpheus is fighting Neo. That should be our quote. Okay, you guys ready to watch that, the... Def- that's definitely a quote of the thing. Guys, I have so many things to say. Oh. All right. There's so much to, to talk about. Perfect. With this uh. scene with barely any dialogue. <laughs> Go like, for where it. Where do we begin? Okay, I think that right here, this moment, is a radical shift in American cinema. Okay. Oh, Go on. This right strong here. strong words. I know. I know. Because, okay, so this is only really the second action scene in the movie. The first one is the opening scene. Yeah. Which is yeah. more of a chase scene. There's like a bit of kung fu, but it's not like a full-on fight scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just... right here, this is just like, a, it's like a big, you know, martial arts fight between two guys. And in this scene, we have, you know, basically, if you look at, American action movies before this scene. Mm-hmm. Fight scenes are slower. Uh, they do not have choreography like this. They're not shot like this. Uh, there is no... You, you have never seen American movie stars doing martial arts on this level shot like this in a way where you can see them all doing it. That's right. Like you, It's never happened before. And after this, suddenly... Like Hong Kong choreographers are being hired to choreograph every, you know, American (laughs) action movie. It it just became the standard. Mm -hmm. And right, and this is the scene where I think that that changes it all because you've got Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne just like doing it. And they look legit. And there's a lot of ways where The Matrix has like a a pre and post, you know, like periods just in terms of American cinema. Right. And I think this scene like on its own changes a lot yeah. because just like fight scenes became different after especially this. also because it's authentic too right this is actual yeah they Hong trained Kong, um oh yeah that too uh stylistically what, yeah. and uh, uh technically speaking yeah it's um, not just faking it like yeah oh, well, it's not a copycat it's not something like oh yeah. it's kind of close this is actually right and that's the, i mean transplant. You, you look at like you know like what was there before this in terms yeah, of you really great can't think fight of scenes? I mean, I, punching like, in the face. Remember yeah, that? Punching in um, the face. Yeah. Remember yeah. Uh, they live when uh, in that one of the scene best fight where, scenes ever, but also <laughs> yeah, very. Where they just punching each other in the face for about ten minutes. It's that, and even things that got closer to martial arts, like uh, the, yeah. the the Paul W S Anderson Mortal Kombat movie from '95. That's oh. still. You know, the fight scenes don't look as good as the Matrix. And for that, they were hiring some like actual martial arts stars and then just non movie stars. Okay. And I um, mean, look at even. I was going to say, I was going to say, you guys are forgetting Blade. But was there wasn't a lot of kung fu in the first one? There was a lot more in the second one, which came Blade, after the Matrix. Blade Blade still had a lot of kung fu. Blade still has a bunch of fight scenes like near the end. Yeah. But, um, and, uh, and it, it's funny, Blade gets talked, you know, it gets brought up in conversations, you know, a lot, usually regarding uh, the rise of comic book movies yeah. in yeah. in Hollywood. And um, and which, you know, as much as it was kind of like a precursor to things, what my argument was always, the general public had no idea Blade was a comic book movie. Mm, um, oh, yeah, so that's true. That didn't, you know, you know, X-Men didn't get made because of Blade. Blade was kind of like, you know, that was the movie that people would be like, oh, wait, that was a comic. Right, right. So that yeah, didn't yeah, really yeah. change things. It was like a surprise hit and kind of like, you know, the, it came out a year before The Matrix. And so it didn't really, you know, The Matrix was already in production when that came out. And uh, and so, yeah, and, and Blade was, you know, yeah, Blade, I think, got closer, but it didn't 
but the matrix is what actually it wasn't led full to the change. on yeah. yeah okay yeah right I mean, and and also the, you know the matrix was just a, a much bigger hit than blade blade, oh, yeah, blade was yeah. like a smaller hit yeah like a sleeper it, it, hit in the 80s, there was this, you know, great popularity of martial arts, like karate and stuff like, you know, karate ki- uh, kid and all this stuff. So so it was in the popular culture as far as, as America is. It's just really strange. I mean, there were some ninja movies and things like that, but in classical action movies, I remember in Lethal Weapons, Mel Gibson's character, younger guy, younger cop, and he does martial arts. He does some judo moves and stuff like that in, in, in the movie. There's a really good final fight scene between Mel Gibson and Gary Busey in yes. the first Lethal Weapon. And that's also it's a good fight scene but it's not it's not this, this. it's, it's it, not it's not you know uh what's it called uh martial arts hong kong style you know yeah right this was them straight up being like we want to take one of those like we will you know like a like a drunken master or mm-hmm. you know fist of legend you know style fight scene but do it with movie stars and they did yes and i think they also embraced it which is a difference too it wasn't something like subtle it was actually like yeah this is yeah. what we're doing yeah and we're influenced and, by this and we're going to put this in and we're also paying homage in a sense to that but mm-hmm. also incorporating it exactly and, and i think it works nicely because the first full fight scene in the movie, it's not like they're in the Matrix, like dressed up in coats and stuff like that. Yeah, suddenly it's doing a good kung point, fu. Yeah. It's like it eases us into it because it's like, okay, wait, they're the entire visual language of the scene from the clothes to the, the you know, the setting. It's all, it's almost it's like, all, a, it's you know, almost like a mini action sequence that almost doesn't belong in the film in a sense, like a sort of like a little snippet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's as if it's a, a musical number in exactly. a musical, you know, everything yeah. kind of stops for them to just That's what I meant, do yeah. this cool thing. But yeah, but, and this gives us, you know, this gets us used to the Kung Fu. And so it's like, okay, we've seen them do it in like the Kung Fu setting. So now when they take that and then put it into, you know, that is a great like point, a, a subway I, station. I think we would be put off if we started off with the, with the codes and then the just Kung like, Fu. Just like, yeah. Yeah. That would be like, right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't you don't have a point yeah, like you really don't understand point, yeah. because you don't know it. But it, I think what you were mentioned the 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 master the the guy who taught them all. I think the idea if I'm getting might be getting this wrong, so you guys correct me. But from behind the scenes, I mean I don't know how they plan to have it. Maybe you know have some stunts, you know have stuntmen and, and stuff like that. But he was very adamant to do it like the the way that he does it. So he trained the entire choreography with the actors. So you know by the end when when they had the whole thing trained they could shoot it exactly everything would be seen you know right with the actors yeah. faces and i think that's what was the big change as well that yeah you got mm-hmm. the actual actors to actually train for four months and um with the actual hong kong stunt team to um perform these themselves who didn't understand right. english much yeah funny enough true. they just uh, they just went ahead and trained and trained and trained yeah and it really pays off oh, it does uh, it's yeah this uh this scene i mean it's just a great fun fight scene anyway because there's no plot progression it's really the point of this scene uh narratively is to you know show neo discovering his new abilities for the first time Mm -hmm. and um and then narratively it's nice because you know it gets us used to the visual vocabulary of just you know this kind of fighting and uh and also it's a nice break from you know, after like a, a a lot of talking, yeah, let's let's just punch each other for yes. a few minutes, and then and it's great because it, it functions that way even within the world of the movie. The other characters are just like great, a distraction, a fun distraction from like you know the monotony of our daily lives. Let's go watch this, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love the camera work in this as well. There's this whole shot that's just a steady cam moving around, and uh, it's all shot in wides. There aren't too many cutaways either because this is all done they all practice to do this it's not it's not cheating in any kind of way and um there's a lot of wonderful compositions like uh there's this 90 degree angle shot of both of them kicking each other at the same time and i don't know if you've noticed or not but like it makes like a yin yang kind of oh, image man. oh yeah the one from top right yeah, yeah from the top it's pretty sweet. That is cool. I Just something that. I wanted to mention. Okay. <laughs> so, so Patrick, you said you want to analyze this to death. So, <laughs> Let's do it. So take us, take us, take us to the Valley of Shadows. Of this <laughs> well, fantasy. I mean, you know, unlike just like a filmmaking level, one thing, and I, uh, you know, the camera work was just mentioned. And I think like what is really, 
what's really nice about it is that the camera work complements the uh, – basically, there's a choreography to the camera work mm-hmm. in the same way that there is choreography to their movements. And it, it, they didn't shoot this with like, oh, let's get – just like a bunch of different angles and then cut them together. No. It's, you know, there's no coverage. It is, uh, every shot is planned mm-hmm. and, and I wish every, I don't I, I shouldn't say every, but like, I just, this is the kind of, uh, you know, shooting of, of fight scenes that I, I wish everyone would do yeah. because it's so, Absolutely. it's so kinetic. It's, uh, you know, every move is shot in like the way to make you feel that move the best, mm-hmm. whether it's, oh, Neo is going to do this big jumping triple kick. We'll like cut to like a dollying wide shot for that. Oh, yeah. we'll cut in for this like, you know, close up when Morpheus like catches his foot. Like every, every move is, uh, is just, is just, you know, shown in the most exciting way possible. And, um, I love it. It's like, uh, it's just, I, I get such a kick out of it. And, um, and yeah, and, and they are these beautiful wide compositions, like the, like the shot where, you know, Morpheus does the, the little, like, you know, you know, come on, uh, gesture. And, um, it's shot with like oh, this yeah. wide lens where like, mm. you know, his hand is close to the, ca- it's just, it's a beautifully framed composition. And, uh, they, oh, they make such good use of the frame in this also. Yeah. I have nothing to like really, you know, comment on about this, but the uh, Neo thumbing his nose is just yes. the best. Isn't I think that came from a Bruce Lee. Uh, move. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just when, when, he, right. when he does a little flick. But it, it, yeah. it's great because, you know, Neo doesn't, you know, smile at all. No, lot here he's movie. really like letting it go. He's having fun. Yeah. Yeah. You get to see, you know, you know, the, a rare moment of the characters having fun. And uh, kind of like also one thing that I I love in in the scene I realize that a lot of this is just me saying I love this or this is the best but when you know when Mouse does the Morpheus is fighting Neo, oh yes I love that switch runs over the table yeah <laughs> they're all they're all just excited yeah, this man. is so excited they, they rush kid, but I love that moment because it, yeah that humanizes switch in a way nothing else in the movie does for me right. Just uh, her being so excited, she just like like climbs across the table. And what's yeah. great about it's, it's, it's great I'm freeze framing I'm... and the faces. Look at Trinity; she is flying through that window. <laughs> uh, even well, okay. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Cipher in yeah, the back. Cipher's He's lonely not that in the excited. background. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even even He's he probably acts. doing something evil in the back. Probably <laughs> like <laughs> grilling some steaks. Like, uh... Elixis, poisoning their yeah. goop. There, there you go. Yeah, Dozer's pretty excited. <laughs> <He's> just <laughs> his first attempt. But I just wanted to but let you guys them. know. You look what they're doing. They're they're playing cards. Oh man, that never occurred to me. No way. Right? I've never I seen that in eating. my entire life. No, they're playing cards. That's amazing. And they're drinking. And they're drinking the, the hard alcohol. Look, yeah. the booze is there, dude. You're this, completely right. I never cards. noticed this. <laughs> Man, this this does call for some side novels or something like that. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at that. And also we get a wide shot of the kitchen we see later on with the, you see the goop dispensers yeah. in the back. And then there's also some kind of counter where uh, Cypher is hanging out. So this is pretty cool. Yeah. I, 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 I always just thought of like, you know, the excitement scene, but looking at down I know this down, goes that's, goes by way too cool. fast it's true that was yeah, I wonder if there was a deleted scene where they just uh you know were hanging out playing cards probably not you yeah, know that's funny say, funny you mentioned talking that. is he the one I don't know yeah you know, like that's all I talk we'll about see how he fights but to be honest like what dojo. you said about the fight scenes being so you know so well planned out and you know there was no need for coverage because they're using every shot uh, in you know, for its specific purpose, and and I feel like the script itself, because it's had so many iterations of of draft after draft, that there were probably very very few deleted scenes, and I think that's why True. they don't show up anywhere on any kind of DVD collection because I think there isn't a lot. Yeah, I mean, with the fight scene, it's it's hard to say because these are not in the script. You know, right? You, you don't really write. Well, a they're in the storyboards. The in the storyboards, I guess, and then you know when they did choreography, when they did the training. So then, then they because I remember uh, looking at the behind the scenes and and those uh, choreographers who were working with each of them. You know, they actually they were even you know doing coverage and doing how the camera works, and they were suggesting because from their style, like where the camera should be, and it was it was pretty good. Because remember they did the they did those VHS 
videos of all the fight scenes. Right, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, show choreographers. And, and you can actually watch those on YouTube or on the behind the scenes. And, and they're really great yeah. because you can actually watch the entire scene. It's not Trinity and Neo or someone else. It's actually the choreographers doing the thing and they're using little props. It's basically a sweet version of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sweeted one from uh, Be Kind Rewind. Yeah, I love sweeted movies. Uh, that's great. Patrick, did you make a sweeted film? Yeah, did you make one? Um, I didn't. Uh, no, I remember like, uh, you know, opportunities would come up or there'd be contests or whatever. And, um, I would have friends be like, you should do, you know, like, you know, friends who knew I was, you know, like, you know, made movies be, be like, oh, you should do a, a sweet thing. And I always thought it seemed fun, but I was just always, you know, working on something yeah. else. Right. And, uh, so... So no, never did. But you yeah. did make Tommy Wiseau Batman, so I was very happy I, about that. I, 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 that's yeah, that's kind of a sweet. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've obviously made videos and stuff that like, uh, you know, riff on existing movies and characters mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But it's usually, you know, there's some other element to it. Usually, like you know, interpreting a thing yeah. through like a, a director who did not actually make it. Or that kind of thing. Right. So, what do you mean, Tommy so, yeah. Wiseau? Oh, you mean like that? I thought you meant didn't make it. What are you talking about? The room's the greatest yeah. thing. Tommy oh. Wiseau has a chance of being at the Oscars. You I know, I just this. want to endorse. Yes, publicly. he does. Are you aware of this? If if that gets nominated, the uh, the the book, the Disaster Artist, that's that, what I uh, Franco is adapting. Artist. That is my most anticipated film of 2017. <laughs> it looks good. If, if I, they get a nomination. They're gonna bring Tommy Wiseau. Oh, yes. oh man! And we're gonna have a cutaway. That will be the most beautiful thing in the world. Just Tommy, <laughs> and and then when they interview and guys, him, you, he's you like, know he's actually course. gonna be wearing a tuxedo. Of course. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Probably a little, a little, a little, uh, little football somewhere hidden somewhere, oh, just I, so you can I, check I it. So. But just think of it that. Because wait, have you guys all read the disaster? Yes, yes, loved it. yes, yes. It's, it's amazing. And it's an incredible book. It's, uh, and um, yeah, and and it does get like surprisingly moving at the end when he's yeah. there, like at the premiere, and it's like he's actually seeing himself on the big screen. And so, to actually get to the Oscars, that would be this like the weirdest realization of his dream. Yeah, like that's so insane. And yeah. in the end, he'll just say, "Yeah, that was part of the plan," you know. <laughs> right? <laughs> he'll, just, he'll just take it as his own credit, and it'll be beautiful. It's the best, I love him. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if? Um, because I feel like if anything, that could that could win like best adapted screenplay. Mm -hmm. I hope so. And yeah. um and but and oh my god, can you imagine like Franco's? Well, actually, Franco didn't write it, and um, no, I don't know who, the, who wrote uh, it. I don't know the, the two guys who wrote, who wrote um. Uh, they wrote the spectacular. Now uh, they wrote um, was a uh, the fault in our stars, like a bunch of oh, sort okay, of like, okay. like YA literary adaptations, uh -huh. and um, yeah, uh, and but yeah, so the, so they would, but you know, they would like mention like you know Tommy and Greg, <laughs> and then they would cut away to them like yes. proudly in the yes. audience, and that would that would be it. And that then it's like, almost it. like they would have to like at make like a new epilogue Wait, for the movie do not, about. Do you not think they would bring Tommy up on stage? No, no, uh, no. They usually don't, but he would definitely be in the audience. Okay. That that would be the best yeah. and like cut away. I think if yeah. if we're really if we're reliving in a simulation, I think that's when the world would break. Like Tommy <laughs> sitting in that chair, and they and it's not. Wait, and it's like you guys nominated, right? Not winning. Well, or, yeah, I mean, even if it's just nominated, okay, yeah. He'll still sit there if it's not yeah. you know. Right. He will he will well, absolutely if he wins, be then there. definitely the universe breaks. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if, if, the they win, the I'm saying if they win, mm -hmm. then they could all go up. Yeah. I mean if, if they win it's only for best picture yeah. if they would take oh, everyone out. Oh, no, never mind. Yeah, and that's impossible. No, There's no way no. a comedy of and that caliber would win. As much picture. as the movie is supposed to be it's apparently really, really good. And uh I could I could see a best picture nomination since they've got like, you know, like ten slots, but it's not it's not gonna win. Yeah, I know. I mean Two things win for the Oscars for the best picture. One, it's something to do with like it's a real story and it's like some kind of struggle. Or the other one is it's got to do with Hollywood or movie making. Those are the most last for the last ten years. That's the only thing that's winning. It's like but a real story, or it's like you know like Birdman or something like that when it's about the cinema or the history. Usually, like, but and then but then you'll get like uh, you know last year with like Moonlight. <laughs> And um, but that's like an, right. another like sort of like real world kind of. Oh, sure, that's but it's not that's not a real person. Usually, I, yeah. I mean that that's very much like that. That movie does not win Oscars. Like that that was an an outlier. But that's also oh. I feel like them like uh, yeah. you know making an effort to like 
let's not just you know like okay, reward yeah, movies let's, about let's... like valiant white people like like you know yeah. uh, uh triumphing over like mild adversity and um <laughs> and so i don't know so maybe that might continue a bit with them being like hey let's we don't like comedies don't win uh but also the disaster artist is about hollywood mm-hmm. and it is making. so there's the, there's that chance it, if if there's enough dramatic and like you know soul heart tugging kind of, of moments chance. there'll be enough 50 year olds who might vote you know, for it yeah i mean i Seth rogan going haha you know you know what i mean it, it, it could <laughs> happen like i i mean i stopped watching the oscars like six years ago uh i just don't i just avoid the whole thing yeah. but i would watch for that you're in the right podcast the, here they are yeah. hard to watch man i watch them like get drunk and laugh because this this sort of like i understand it because i'm not in i mean i'm not in the industry so those awards mean absolutely zero to me but i think for the people working industry it means a lot oh yeah to them. oh I so mean, I, so so they take yeah. it super seriously but from as an outsider watching that like there's zero connection because all that grandeur and all that emotion is like it's completely not relatable because eh, you know, it's just it's just it's it's just an award. It's gonna help your studio to put on the DVD box, you know, to be honest. The, but that, I, obviously to them it's something very important. Right. I mean for me it's it, 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 it's funny. I, I don't watch for a completely different reason. Uh for like I stopped watching because I even when I tried not to, I I cared too much oh, about okay, about okay. who won. And so every year I would find myself because like I have, I, you know, I have my opinions about all these movies and right. every year like, there'll be like, you know, cause it's, you know, it's all, it's, it's basically like a political race, but yeah. you know, with art and, uh, and every year I'd find myself getting angry at movies that I, I liked oh, really? because they beat movies that I, I liked more. And I'd be like, why am I doing this? Like, uh, none of this <laughs> yeah. matters. This is all pointless. Uh, this is, this is you know this it is changes nothing like, basically yeah. yeah it's like it's making me like movies less mm, because yeah, I'm, point. I'm caring yeah. about this and so if i ignore the entire award season and just watch the movies and i uh, like not give a shit about like oh what might get nominated i it's just i uh. I, I have so much more fun um and uh that I, I like I, I get I have friends who just like love the absurd pageantry of it all right and like the ridiculousness of, of like the campaigning and like who's gonna win this year and, and I kind of get that but that's the thing it's just like it was making me angry at movies yeah and I didn't like that I, I, like get, I, I get angry at people who take it seriously like if you go online and you read it and people use these words like uh and nods or uh what's the other one when Tapped they, when or they don't something like them, that no no when they don't give them a nod the oh, yeah. snubbed. Snubbed. snubbed snubbed oh those words just trigger me so hard and i'm <laughs> like like yeah. what what do you guys think what is this they're like like they like they sit there and they go like you know what we'll give this one a nod because it was a good movie but this one will snub it because because the <laughs> mexican like what 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 do you, what do you, what, do you, what is, did they just yeah, vote yeah. that's it people right. vote in that and stupid academy and that's it and then the, and, the, and, the and, mouth and, has the most wins that's it and especially because you know for so long and they're, they're actively trying to change it by like you know getting more you know uh adding more you know younger people to the yeah. right. the academy but but the academy it's not just like you know oh what movies like you know appeal to like crowds the most it's what movies appeal to a bunch of predominantly old yes, white men yes, the most yes, that's what I was gonna say. boring yes. taste yeah. it's and their so, uh, opinion that wins like you can't expect like people say like this one should have won like what do you mean it should have won it's the opinion it's not a, it's not a like a popularity test that everyone gets to vote you don't get to vote so like you shouldn't be upset if that didn't win that's yeah. like, right that's what... of course the thing that that the, like that is the best will very rarely win so it's like i so yeah so i just i i ignore it all mm-hmm. and yeah, um yeah. i actually um was it uh two two years ago no, no three years ago on Oscar Sunday, instead of watching the Oscars, I hosted, I invited like a ton of people over and hosted a marathon of the first six Fast and Furious movies <laughs> at, at my apartment. Nice. And, uh, and we just, it was just, we just like drank Coronas all day and watched <laughs> like 13 hours of, of movies that have never been nominated for Oscars. Holy crap. And it was the best counter programming I could possibly Love it. do. That's amazing. I started uh, this year, well, actually last year, um, instead of, I don't never bet on anything like sports or anything, but in the actual betting offices, you can bet on the Oscars. So really? I take like no $10 way. 
And I bet on the on the Oscar, it's hilarious because it completely elevates, and my friend does it as well. So I kind of bet against him just to prove him wrong that he doesn't know anything. But it's it's it's, it's a funny experience. <laughs> that. That's crazy. Wow, that's something. And and I got totally destroyed by the way, like uh, last year. Nothing I predicted came true. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Well, um, hopefully you're not in debt the, from those. Well, just the, bet on the no, disaster the artist for this year. That's right. Yes, yeah, that's please. right. The ten dollars yeah. are gone, but it's okay. I can. Those are the. Mm. I'm okay with that. I'm not going to put hundreds on this. Well, the Matrix won some Oscars, so that's oh, cool. Yeah. By the way, tell me which Oscars is four. four four for what? Uh, editing, visual sound, effects. visual effects. Um, uh, the, uh, wow, the other one, and also won best <laughs> the other sound one. editing, yeah, sound editing. Yeah. Universe. They won There's two sound awards. Okay, and guys, Suicide Squad got a. Well, Oscar win yeah, for makeup, <laughs> and wait. So, and because you, uh, you guys should know this. Uh, who accepted the awards for each? All right, John Gaeta um, with special effects. Uh, Dan A. Davis did the sound, so he was up there. Um, I keep forgetting. The editing is Zach Steinberg. Um, and what's the fourth one? What is the fourth one? I didn't catch it. Was it sound editing? This is the one I also don't know. Was it? Is there is there sound design and sound editing, or is those two the same? Uh, I sounds like it's supposed to be the same. Yeah. I think sound design. Probably. I mean, it should have been cinematography, yeah. but oh, man. you know, it wasn't even nominated for cinematography. No, I don't think. Okay, let's. I see. think it won uh, everything it was nominated for. Bill Pope was so snubbed. Sorry to use that word. It's okay. It's, but I, he really I've was. To live with it. I learned true. to live with it. And, and, and that's the kind of thing, like that's why I can't give a shit about the Oscars because it's like I know, I know. Like, that's the you have to yeah, separate I'm like disconnected the craft to that. I'm from completely the okay with it, film, but I understand. Yeah. I understand. So Academy Awards got film editing. Zach Steinberg got sound, and also the Oscars dependent on sound. The, the, the sound context of when the movies came out. Mm. Right, so, I bet the following year they were kicking themselves about not yeah, not nominating the It's based on like sort of like also yeah. cultural things, like you know what's happening, especially like in the news and things like that. I think that has a huge effect on. And also, wins. back then there were that was in the days of just five Best Picture nominees. Mm-hmm. You know, b- before they, they realized, um, basically after, uh, in after two thousand nine, because um, the year that a lot of people thought The Dark Knight was going to get nominated uh-huh. and then it didn't and they realized, oh, we would have had a lot more viewers if the biggest movie of the year <laughs> that was also a big critical success had been nominated. Right. And because uh, it, it did win, at, you know, Oscars, just like, right. uh, yeah. just not. And so then they were like, let's make it 10 nominees. Ah, I see. And that's, and that's how you get, you know, things like, uh, like Mad Max getting nominated. Right. And, um, okay. And um, which, um, which was sort of like, I watched some clips like afterwards, um, which was kind of like the Matrix in that, you know, like when the Matrix like won a bunch of stuff, you'd get these just like pale weirdos going up and accepting <laughs> yeah, right, the awards right, and being yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and uh, there is no spoon and stuff like that. <laughs> and then, you know, and when Mad Max wins the stuff, you get these like bonkers, like a looking Australian people, <laughs> you know, going up and just like who, who have clearly never been to the Academy Awards yeah. before. And um, and that's and. I, I love that kind of thing, but yeah, it, it happened it so, but it was literally like 15 years later yeah. Yeah. that, um, that you got that sort of, the sort of thing where you had a movie that was like, you know, a crazy genre film yeah. that guess, also was like a big critical success. I guess Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson, that was also unusual. True. That was a big thing. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah that, that was an unusual win. That was an odd thing in that it was still like a, they were still prestige movies. They were like released in during award season True. and stuff like that. And treated almost as if they were like historical epics. They were just yeah. fantasy mm-hmm. films. I think that's a good point. Made by the guy who made Dead Alive. One yeah. of the best. Yeah. Movies. I, I think it helped. There was like Tolkien and, and, and that the it wasn't if it wasn't based on anything. True, I don't maybe think yeah, maybe it gave it right. some levity with yeah. that. Yeah, it's like they they were fantasy films. They're also like prestige literary adaptations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess Definitely. I'm just saying it's unusual for someone like Peter Jackson, New Zealand filmmaker, right. yeah. to go up on stage and be in that you know, milieu when it's not really. Oh, it's his, crazy, especially for the domain. best picture. You know, the, the main one. Yeah, exactly. Guys, exactly. can I, can I radically change the subject and bring it back to the scene? Absolutely, I yeah. would love that. Let's go back. Thank you, waiting for I am, I am always holding my tongue and I'm always going, oh, I, I got to figure out a way to talk about going back to the Matrix. But thank you for, for pointing I'm that gonna out. I'm just going to do it me. like inelegantly, just, yes. uh, you know, do with it. No, no smooth transition because we mentioned this early on. Someone said they wanted to talk about the music and I was like, I yeah, want to talk say, about the music too because I want to talk yeah. about the song Go, Leave You Far guys. Behind by Lunatic, Lunatic Calm, Calm that I thought yes. was the coolest song in the world when I was in middle school. <laughs> and that was also... Yeah, it's like... Because 
it was also, as I'm, you probably remember, used in the band teaser trailer for the first Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That was in yeah. the trailer teaser trailer. Yeah, which is one of the great trailers ever. I watched I it yesterday. Remember, it was pretty good. I remember the music was in it. And they left the vocals, it's the one, I think. It's the one. It's just, it's like a short film. It's all stuff not in the movie. It's like this. there's a bank robbery. Okay, yes, yeah. And then the bank one. robbers escape in a helicopter. And then all of a sudden, like, their helicopter in midair get, like, stops. And then it gets, like, pulled backwards. And then, and it was such a great idea, and the timing was so unfortunate. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, they reveal that it's stuck in a big web between the two towers yeah. of the World Trade Center. And then it, and then the song kicks in, and it goes like, next summer, and then you see Spider-Man. Yeah. And, uh, and then there's the text that's like, go for the ultimate spin. The ultimate and then you see spin. shots of him like web-slinging. And, uh, and yeah, it got to be in theaters for like a month. Yeah, it was, before... I believe, it was released in theaters with uh, everyone's favorite film of 2001 final fantasy the spirits within yeah oh no, classic and uh classic. and yeah and I, I i was there There was no movie in the world more important to me than spider-man back then so right. i remember this all very well oh. but yeah but it was the same song yes. that was used in uh in the matrix and i remember me being you know I don't know, like a 12-year-old searching on, like, Kazaa yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. or one of those things. And uh, because I was like, I've got I've to find the song from, from, like, from the Spider-Man trailer that's also the song from The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and also, so a lot of The Matrix soundtrack was, like, stuff that I, I couldn't get really into because it, I was like, I'm not going to listen. Like, I'm not into, like, Deftones or Monster oh, Magnet or stuff like that. And um, but this was uh, I could get behind this one. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's very important. Like the the music that was in the in uh, in the Matrix. I funny. I remember people, you know, just like sort of like what is that? Was that drum and bass or stuff like that? But that as as far you know, like the digital grading or any of the other elements that influenced movie cinema, especially action movies and sci fi movies. Therefore, I think using the big uh, sort of like the big beat or like the break uh break music in movies as action movies wasn't done before that a lot and definitely after 1991 for about up until 2005 until like before Hans Zimmer started doing his stuff that was the go-to music cool stuff, for yeah. any action for yeah. it was just like really and like scenes. break beat kind Here's of what I would say, uh, high ahead. sampled stuff yeah what do you want to say I want to say that Jacob. I think the reason why tracks like um this one like the cool song work in um, that's the official title the cool song it's not the official title it's my title i think why it works in a film like this because to me it's uh tastefully using a specific genre of music and i always got the impression that let's say the wachowskis that they maybe even listen to stuff like that like dex drums and rock and roll from the propeller heads and things like things like that mm-hmm. oh yeah i feel like yeah i feel like that's an extension of themselves <laughs> in some sense i'm not sure about this track in this scene but that's the feeling i think that has always been conveyed to me where it's not just for the sake of being like oh this is a cool song it's usually here because i think a lot of movies do that a lot of movies do that where it's like let's just use whatever is popular let's leave it and put it in it'll be great but I think that's why it works here. And especially this version because it's uh, vocalist. And I think that helps mm-hmm. a lot. Because I feel like if there was vocals, that would completely take you out of the moment. I mean, there's vocals in the song. It's just they cut the piece where there's no vocals. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like... Right. Okay, okay. It, it, in this, in this context, there is no <laughs> I just don't want to take you out. Yeah, like, you see, like, that'd be horrible. <laughs> that'd be funny. I don't That'd know. That would be hilarious. I wouldn't, like I wouldn't like it. But it, 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 it is I mean, like that works fine for like like that part is included in the Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. But there's also, you know, it's a trailer. It would be distracting exactly. if it were here. Exactly. Yeah, no, the, the music is used really effectively. It's also interesting because a lot of the stuff on the soundtrack isn't in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um they're inspired like, by Right. And there's stuff like, you know, the songs on the soundtrack that are in the movie, there's like, you know, like Dragula and uh, Minefields and um, Some Ministry stuff. And um, yeah, is the Ministry mind. stuff actually in the movie? No, Bad Blood isn't at all in the movie because in the club you have... You it's have Dragula the, and Minefields. Yes, for, from Prodigy. And then, and, uh, uh, let's see, you have I the... Think, I'm more Nothing of a, on, I'm more of a score guy, used. so I, I keep forgetting the song names. Yeah, Club oh, to Death. It's also funny because it sounds like it, it could be just part of the score, but it, it yeah. is like, you know, like, uh, you know, licensed music. And then there's, you know, uh, Leave You Far Behind. There's, um, um, was it, uh, 
um, Prime Audio Soup. Uh, the yeah, that was um, used by Meet to... Beat Manifesto when when they're like going to see Plug the Oracle. In. Yeah, and um, and then there's Spy oh, yes. Break. Classic and um, and then nothing. On, uh, then I think it's just um, just rage against the you machine. Know, wait, the th- then wake up, and yeah. um, and but yeah, and those are like the only real like you know songs used during the context of the film, and they're used really effectively. Yeah, right. and I think the songs that are used in the movie, besides let's say "Wake Up," you know, the other stuff like uh, Deftones and Rammstein, and they're they're just like they were already popular because they were like uh, songs that were released like a year before, so they were yeah. used to right. kind of gain like the kind of vibe and the popularity. But the songs, like uh, you know, the from the Lunatic Calm and everything, I think they were songs that the Wachowskis actually liked because they were a bit from the an under a little bit underground scene. Yeah, Those were not popular at right. that moment, and I think Matrix did that sort of uh, that sort of specific style of music it did even for movies but even just in a general kind of you know it brought it uh, up culture kind of yeah brought it up and yeah, uh, it, a lot of people it, got exposed to that like us as kids i didn't hear music like before i i was in like a very like christian evangelical kind of stuff and like the hardest thing i've heard was D- dc talk at the time yeah, and then, like i went straight into deftones and i was like i was like i was in love digital with christian all, all talk. music <laughs> yeah <laughs> I feel like you could do, I mean, I know you're going minute by minute, not just discussing like aspect of the movie, but you could do like whole episodes on just the soundtrack. Right. And yeah. Then, uh, it's also funny how dated the uh, the reloaded soundtrack is. Ooh. Like, Ooh, the I reloaded didn't soundtrack to that in a long while. Oh, good there's, a, there's a lot of like new metal on it. Oh, there's the POD. POD. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah, like PO- yeah, it's got like POD and Linkin Park on there. Right. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah, and, Linkin um, Park did like, was it like an original song they wrote or no? No. no, no, no. I don't okay, know. And, um, uh, but yeah, and then, and uh, I feel like the, the first movie soundtrack has aged a bit better. Yes. Hmm. Oh, there's Team hmm. Sleep on this actually. Oh, okay. I well, think you know what? I've not seen this in a while. I have to say, if we ever like, at the end of our Matrix uh, minute line, when we're at the end and we do just extra episodes, like what we're planning to do, because we're not going through the second and third one minute by minute. Um, right, there, there isn't quite an audience for that. No, not yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're also, not ready to shoot ourselves we're not in the head that yet. Yeah, insane. Um, so we we're probably yeah, we probably would that. do like the reviews or and stuff like that after that. Yeah, like just bonus episodes, yeah, like bonus a special. episodes that are like two hours long or whatever. And yeah, if right. we. You know, maybe we can invite you to yes. talk about those as well sometime like way back. later when we're done with this. I mean, look, I, I'll talk about anything <laughs> involving the Matrix. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm in for whatever. It uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. So that's a yes. Uh, but uh, yes, like 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 soundtrack, uh, you know, cinematography. Um, we should do that. We should do the bonus episode. That sounds great. Yeah, We could do fun. like sort of like aspects yeah. like you mentioned, Patrick. That'd be cool. If the people, if the people like to listen. If the people we'll like the survey. Yeah, kidding. Yeah, we do. We have a survey, actually. We do. Yeah. Which we plug it again. Well, leave no. comments, tweet at us, yeah. tell us what you want. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, well, there's one more uh, uh, little bit of lining. Yeah, lining. Please. What am I saying? A little bit. Of, um, what? Well, just the lines that Morpheus says. Because oh, okay. I can't say dialogue because he's not. You know, no, no one's talking with Morpheus. But like he says, improvisation and. Uh, Adaptation. There we go. Adaptation, Adaptation, improvisation, but your weakness is not. Your that line confused. Oh yeah, that's what I was saying. Right. Yes. Why did it confuse and you? And the qualities. It confused me. And Neo just kind of nods. Says, yeah, he's just like, oh, okay, I understand. Sure, whatever. Can you repeat the line? What Norfi says? Adaptation, improvisation, but your weakness is not your technique. That confused me for years. Your weakness is not your technique. No. So that means that everything that they uploaded into his brain. Oh, I see. So that's not the problem. That's not the problem. The problem isn't the uploaded. Techniques, yeah. but there's something else. Yes, that you need to work. He has on. not quite gotten, you know, like a, you know, gained sight of what he can do. Yeah, yeah. He's using he's not, all the techniques, but he's not basic. Basically, the techniques aren't enough. Bend those rules, Neo. Yeah, man. That's right. Yeah. But he's just having so much fun, just you know, practicing his new newfound kung fu abilities. What about uh, Keanu Reeves' yeah. ad lib um, motion that he has with his little telephone? Symbol. Oh, you mean the nose? Not that. Oh, the, the nose. nose. We, we talked, about, we talked about the nose. Yeah. yeah sorry. Well, he's a, he's a fan yeah. of phoning. I don't know. I like that. It's, but it's, just, it's the best. It's like what what a great little moment. Right? It's just it's so much fun. It's just like that's the thing. It's like you know we don't have seen these characters have fun or even do like and this is not a knock in the movie, but do things that are like identifiably human. Yeah. A yeah. lot. <laughs> yes. And so things like that, you know, that's like. 
what I would do if I was like, <laughs> yeah. if I could do Kung Fu and I was sparring with a friend, I'd be like, yeah, you know, thumb my nose at him. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, it's it's cool. It's great. I love it. Yep. The scene's, the scene's a really good scene. For you guys. So if you had the ability to load up any skill that you can in the Matrix, what's the first thing you would do? Wow. Um, what would you load up? What was the skill? Any, you could put any skill you so want. You know, like you go to Tank and he's got his whole library of my skill. Anything. In some like anything you would learn in like you know in the blink of an eye i think i think can you eat in the you can't eat the matrix i mean you can but it's can not eat. gonna it's not gonna nourish you want you, a skill of eating no, you no i mean cook? like or being like, like the ultimate chef and just knowing how to make the best food <laughs> oh, yeah. nice that's a, that's a great answer right that is a that's good, such that's a good, good answer. answer yeah and uh yeah definitely that, go for some petrucci soloing just like guitar just so i can watch my hands go like that crazy. would be cool be like a super proficient musician or guitarist that yeah. yeah i feel like i mean i i'm really trying to think it's like what would you do well what if i could just become a professional athlete if i could just be like i'm gonna become like the world's best tennis player that would be fun though wow to actually yeah. Have the skills. yeah and then yeah well, yeah and discovering then, the skill as you do them that would be amazing because oh, you don't have right. memory of them doing it you just have a memory of how to do well yeah. that you know yeah, gets into the looks, argument of talking I mean, how brains work and we're yeah. not gonna yeah that and right also getting now. too into this i'm think, thinking practically well like hey for my line of work gaining like complete perfect cinematography yeah, skills would yeah. be great yeah. because then i'd be the best at it and uh <laughs> but yeah but i don't know i, I wouldn't know all the after effects shortcuts okay. <laughs> yeah and uh hey I, I already know a lot of those uh keyboard shortcuts i'm, I'm good there oh, very but, good um, but uh no, no, no there's plenty i don't know there's but, a ton uh, of skills you could learn in the matrix that would really improve but would they be useful yeah, workflow yeah but, but i'm torn between like you know what would be best for what i currently do what i could make the most money from doing uh, yeah. uh, and then like cooking which might be just like <laughs> beneficial the most to my daily life yeah. right yeah. right or just ask answer. tank to uh download the entire wikipedia into your head and you can just reference it I yeah. to be honest i yeah. wouldn't do that because it would just make things boring I don't know. Oh yeah, you you just you'd know everything. Yeah, you know everything. Like, oh well, that's not cool. That's you not get sad, like Neo does when he knows everything. I think everything I get sad. In the yeah. sequels, just, I'll oh. get sad. Yeah, maybe that's why Neo is kind of because <laughs> he knows everything. He just knows too much. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, uh, if there's anything else you want to say about this yeah. minute, anything uh, else? Speak now, forever hold your peace. Any other oh things we missed? Any details? There's- it's, it's the thing is that if I knew Kung Fu, I could tell you about all these moves and how, right. like, honestly, all yeah. I can say is they look amazing. Just watch it. Cause I've been watching it the entire time we're talking about on loop. And the funny thing is some pieces you can clearly see that it's a rehearsed thing and you can, you can watch really? Morpheus or Neil look at their moves in their hands. But for the most part, like 80% after watching it, like what, hundred times right now, it still feels very fluent and very real. And you can see there's st- distinct styles and you can see both of their motivations. You know, uh, Morpheus is very on the defense. He goes for like a, a, a little attack and then he goes to defense the entire time. He's like, he mm-hmm. kind of uh, he dodges you know, the probes most. Neo. Yeah. Like, come at, come, come at me. And then he's just full on defense. He's like, do-do-do-do-do. And then he gives him a little kick and then he goes back like, you know, like when you're trying to like... Or uh, what's, that, what's that word? You know, try to get someone in a fight. You know, like, well, kind of push him, and then and then you wait for 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 it to go back, and you kind of escalate yeah. it. So it's a really nice dynamic how he works, and he kind of you know gets fed up again, and he just kind of pushes him a bit more. Yeah, it's great that you actually brought this up because um, I'm sure like martial arts films, when it comes to uh, doing choreography with the the people who know it the best, right? Uh, the choreographers and the you know the martial arts experts. I think that what they do is they do try to tell a story through the fights as well, like to show the personality of the characters coming through mm-hmm. and what uh, the intentions are when these different moves are being uh, executed. executed. Yeah. yeah, I think that's an, like like what you can actually see with Morpheus and Neo. You can see what Neo's doing, and you can see just by Morpheus's actions with you know the moves that he's dodging and his uh, general. Um, complexion not complexion but uh general <laughs> skin complexion it's very nice <laughs> beautiful very it's lovely. a nice matte finish um <laughs> yeah that you know he's that you can you can get a story out of it like what tim was saying like you can just see that he's trying to test yeah. neo and trying to get him to ascend to ascend to his high yeah because otherwise you can't just string a bunch of cool moves in a row and then expect it to look good i mean we did that in our movies and that kind of sucked oh yeah that was great right. good moves. 
I mean, to have maybe you viewing for the first time, you might not notice this, but it definitely helps sell the whole thing because subconsciously your, you know, your, your mind and your eyes all register all these things and it just makes it much more real and much more enjoyable as a fight. You know, and those, you know, the hand gestures and everything, that's, those are great addition to spice it up, to give it a character. But just watching the entire scene is, is very lovely. Indeed. Hmm. Delightful. Patrick? I agree. Excellent. I concur with <laughs> all, all of that. Lost yeah, I thought, I thought we lost nah. you in the We thought ether. we lost you. Yeah. Gone. I talked a lot. I decided to I, I'd let you guys Oh, thank uh, you. That's very nice. Cover that part. Thank you. Very nice. Yeah. And that's... I think we covered everything it. that we could think of. And I think that concludes our episode. Uh, yeah. Minute 50. Patrick... Unfortunately, there's nothing what? too significant in the 1996 script to bring up. That's sad. <sighs> I oh, well. I miss just have to listen to the other podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patrick, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It was it has been a blast. I really enjoyed it. I've had such a good time. Uh yeah, you guys, you three are great people to discuss the Matrix with. Oh, thank you. Well, thank really you very much. We enjoyed your stay very much. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, thanks so much for having me. Oh no, absolutely anytime. And you're welcome back, of course. So if you want to talk yeah. more cinematography, <laughs> anything, anytime. Just yeah, just, you know how to reach me. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Just let me know and I'll be here. Absolutely. All right, man. And that's it. Thanks, guys, for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for enduring these uh, unusually long episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can get us at thematrixminute.one. That's the website. Then you can... You can buy us there. Yeah, you can buy <laughs> us there and you can comment and stuff like that on the page, which is the Matrix Minute, all one word. And Twitter at the Matrix Minutes, all the Matrix Minutes. And if, the, if it isn't, there's Everywhere. a dot one exactly. for the URL. If there isn't, make it and then give it to us. And once more, one final time, Patrick, you may you may speak as well. Where can we oh, find you? Uh, so <laughs> you can find me. Uh, you can find all the stuff that I make, including two videos analyzing aspects of the Matrix. Go watch at those. YouTube.com slash Patrick H. Willems. And uh, and then I'm on all the social medias at Patrick H. Willems. Woo-hoo! Awesome. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. And uh, that about wraps it up. That about wraps it up. Y'all have a nice weekend. Yep, enjoy. Don't get too party too much because you might end up in that weird club with Rob Zombie. Yeah, with Rob Zombie. Yep. All right, right, see ya.